This episode is brought to you by Hostfully. Using Hostfully, you can create a free digital guidebook for your listing so that you can save time creating a professional experience for every guest that comes and visits your spot. Learn more at hostfully.com. Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Welcome to episode number 300 of Get Paid for Your Pad. Very special episode, of course. And I have a very special guest to be on this uh, special episode. Her name is Julie George. You may have heard of her because she's the author of Million Dollar Host. She built a management company with over 100 units in just a couple of years, and she managed to sell it. And now she's just traveling around, having fun. We just met in Los Angeles uh, about a week ago, which was really, really fun. We exchanged books. So I'm super excited to have on the show power woman extraordinaire, Julie George. Hi, yes, but thank you so much for having me and uh, what an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? How's your trip through the US going? Oh, look, it's terrific. I've um, After I met up with you in Los Angeles, I went down to a cruise down the Mexican Riviera and I'm now sitting in San Francisco about to go and visit with the um, Airbnb head office, which is really more exciting to me than going to the Mexican Riviera. Wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. I would love to hear your your story. How did you get into the Airbnb game and, and how did you manage to build everything so quickly? Yeah. Look, it's only less than three years ago that I got started in the sharing economy and it really started like probably a lot of your listeners. Uh, it started with my one-bedroom apartment. I had rented it and leased it out for $240 a week to a tenant for well over 10 years. Now, he decided to pack up and move on and leave. And when he did, I thought, well, I'm going to give this Airbnb you know, phenomenon uh, a crack and see what, it's all, what all the fuss is about. So the property was already furnished. All I had to do was turn on the Wi-Fi, put the power and the electricity in my name, get some linen and pop it in. And I listed it on Airbnb in 2016. You know, unbeknownst to me, the amazement was that we went from 240 a week to $600 a week consistently. And it just blew my socks off. At the time, I was working in real estate sales um, and dealing with property owners who were so frustrated. They were just trying to sell in a, in a flat market. They weren't getting returns on their dollar. And it really occurred to me right, about right there and then that um, I could be helping other people do this and, and not only helping them make money, but I could turn it into a business for myself to make income myself. And where did you start all this? Now this, sorry, I should, yeah, I should uh, explain to your readers. So I'm from Australia and um, I started in a place called Cairns, Queensland. Now we right at the um, doorstep of the Great Barrier Reef, which a lot of people will know of. Um, so it's only a very small town. We have a hundred and about 150,000 people in that town. But the beauty, I guess we've got the perfect storm conditions for Airbnb being that we've got an international airport. 
We are the hub, a tourism hub, because of the Great Barrier Reef. And there isn't enough typical accommodation for the demand of the tourists that come to that area. So by listing properties on Airbnb, we were purely solving a problem that that town had. And I guess we're very fortunate that we've got the backing of the council. We've got the backing of the government. The hotels are still doing as well as what we are. So they had a 4% increase in the last 12 months. But yet Airbnb is thriving in our little town of Cairns, Queensland, Australia. Awesome. I was actually there in 2013, but unfortunately I couldn't go scuba diving on the Great Barrier Reef because the weather was a little... uh, that was oh. a little rough. So oh, you, but well, I still you, had a great time. Now you've got an excuse to come back and uh, I know where you can stay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I went, uh, I don't think there were any Airbnbs yet, but uh, could you, could you tell us, uh, cause I love your story and, and it's you. amazing how you build it so quickly in, yeah. you know, in, in just three years, you went from your first listing to selling your management company. That's could right. You yeah. Take us through that journey. Yeah, absolutely. So, so November, uh, it was November in 2016 that the business was created. Host My Home is the name of the business. And so we started off with just my single unit, the one bedroom unit that I had. Then I started coming across property investors who wanted a positively cash flow property. Now, those little phenomenons are a thing of the past. But what I was saying to these property investors was, look, I can create a positively cash flow property for you. Let's go find a property that you would like to holiday or vacation in yourself. Let's buy that property. Let's furnish that property. Let's list that property on Airbnb and then I'll manage that property for you. So there were multiple streams of income for me, starting with, of course, you know, selling the property to them, but then right through to charging them for furnishing it, managing the property. And uh, yeah, and then of course, most of them were so impressed with the returns that they, they wanted more and more. So, so we had a lot of repeat business from property investors, interstate and international. We marketed ourselves to mums and dads who were perhaps going on holiday and wanted to make some income while they were traveling. So I did a lot of, to start off, to kick off the business, what I did was write a lot of articles in local newspapers, magazines, and on social media. I really tried to establish myself as being the Airbnb expert in the area. And it worked. As soon as people heard about what we were doing and that we were doing something different to the traditional uh, rental options. Uh, we had people, I had, sorry, I said we, but at that stage it was just me. I had people phoning me, wanting me to appraise their properties, list the properties and manage them on Airbnb for them. So that was November 2016, we kicked off. By about January 2018, I had about maybe 15 properties. Now at that, at that level, I needed to engage some help because you just can't do this on your own. And the one thing that I always believe in is you work on a business, not in a business. So I really needed to get a good team and people who were better at some certain aspects than I was. Now I'm a pretty crap cleaner. I've got to tell you, my cleaning is is way below par. So you know, I got to one stage making 17 beds a day, yes, but that I just went, ah, oh, look, uh, I need some help here. And I managed to um, find my first employee and he, who is in fact a 72-year-old, but my 72-year-old 
buddy, um, Glenn, he has come on board. Now, how it worked was I managed to give him a portfolio of 11 properties and he takes care of all of those. So, I'm the primary host. He co-hosts those properties for me, but he essentially has been given a little franchise business of his own Yeah, and, and runs that. I then, of course, then just kept repeating the process. So, by early this year, we were up to 130 properties in Cairns and we had turned over $5.5 million in June of this year uh, in the two and a half years we were in business. So, it happens very fast. As soon as you get the formula right and as soon as you can find the right properties, be ready for it, folks, because you'll be on the right of a lifetime. Awesome. And what, what happened after that? How, because I know you <laughs> sold your company, so I'd love to know, you know how that process went. So in about June of this year, I had quite a few people take notice of what I was doing and it was a a lot to do with the book that I'd written in September 2018. So that's been out 12 months now. But what it did, it created a lot of buzz about what we were doing in Cairns, the business model. And of course, I had people, bigger companies, knocking on my door saying, what's your secret? What are you doing? How are you doing it? How are you scaling up so fast? And of course, wanting to buy in. So June of this year, I had two, uh, two people knocking on my door. One was just a traditional real estate agent who was wanting my portfolio of properties, looking at it like a rent roll. So, uh, you know, they were willing to pay a lot more money than the competitors, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. However, then the other company that came knocking, their name is Home Time. I'm happy to spread that the uh, the news and the details on this one because they are the company that I eventually sold to in June of this year. Home Time are a company, uh, a property management company based in Australia, New Zealand, about to go into Tel Aviv, Israel, South Africa. They're about to take on a whole bunch of countries and they're very, very good at what they do. They are next level. So they've got amazing technology support systems um, and after our call center, now this is something that a lot of hosts will find and relate to is that it's all well and good to be a host in this Airbnb sharing economy, but it is a 24-7 gig. It's very hard to switch off and we found that a lot of the co-hosts that I had working with me were burning out and getting tired, run down. Home Time, the company that I sold to, have this after-hours call center where at five o'clock, you can switch your phones and your messaging across to their after-hours call center and they will take care of it for you. You will have a dedicated person to work throughout the night for you so you can actually get some sleep. So that was one of the very big appeals for me to switch across to this company. So I have sold to that business. Um, I'm not prepared to sort of let you know how much uh, I sold for, but let's just say I can now travel the world without uh, hesitation um, and pay off a few houses. But um, I have stayed on as a, a shareholder with that company and very excited to still play a part of their success story. Awesome. That's such an incredible story. I want to ask you for some some tips for those who are listening right now, because I know you have a wealth of knowledge. I, I read your book. Um, <laughs> I definitely had some really interesting takeaways from it. So let's first start with the people that are that are renting out a couple listings and are wondering how they could maybe increase their revenue, like really kind of optimize the the revenue that they're making from their current listings. 
Yeah, sure. So there's, I guess there's the traditional ways of, of making sure that your listing is being found and discovered by visitors onto the site, uh, you know, and, and those are the things of having fresh photos, floor plans in your photographs as well, you know, interesting content, making sure that your your description and your headline really capture the attention. So I mean that's number one. You've got to get you've got to get the bookings. Number two is you can offer a few little extras in your property. I found by um, putting coffee machines in the properties, we were able to maybe offer a, you know a ten dollar increase per night on some of the properties. Bicycles are another one. You may find that um, you know, you can offer a few little extras. Um, some people even go to the extent of, you know, including a vehicle. Now, that's something I haven't gone down that path. But I guess take your blinkers off and really have a think about what would you like? If you were going into a property, what could you offer to your guests that, uh, or, you know, what, what could you be offered what you would pay a little bit more for? One of the other things I would suggest is Keep your minimum nightly stay as low as you can. I always have mine at one night. Now, I know that's a lot for somebody to do a turnover every day in some circumstances, but it means that you've got the capacity of filling your um, calendar 100%. So you want to be able to get the occupancy, you want to be able to maximise your returns and just really keep an eye on your competitors, making sure that you are not uh, underselling your property because a lot of people will not realise the value of their property. So you've got to continually do your research, make sure that you are offering the right price, low enough to get the occupancy, but high enough to make it worthwhile. Love those tips. Uh, the floor planner is something that uh, I've been recommending as well. And I used to use uh, floorplanner.com. It was like a free tool, but um, I just noticed it, it's not working anymore. Like, What kind of tool do you use to create your floor plans? Look, I've got a really good photographer in Cairns. Uh, now, his wife, is a, she does floor plans herself. So they're very professional. So I would actually suggest to your hosts or your, your people that are listening on this show now, just really research that in your area because it doesn't, it's not necessarily an expensive option. It costs about $100 in my area to get a floor plan done up for a, a four-bedroom house. It is so worth it. You know, you can describe your property as much as you want in that listing on Airbnb, but until a guest can actually visualize and really understand where the children are going to be sleeping, where mum and dad can be sleeping, how many living spaces there are and how the flow of the house actually works, yeah, it's just so valuable to have a floor plan. Absolutely. No, I, I agree 100%, 110% actually. <laughs> Good um, on you. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, the way I like to think about it is, you know, when you, when you talk to salespeople in other industries and you ask them like, what's, you know, what's your secret to selling something? They, they often talk about removing objections. Mm. And when I look at Airbnb listings myself, one of my objections to instantly book the property is, exactly what you said. I want to know exactly like how is the structure of this place? Like how, what's the layout? Where's the bedroom compared to the, to the kitchen or the living room? Like I want to know exactly what it looks like. And, and like you said, it's really hard to, to visualize that from photos. And when I see a listing with a floor plan, that is really something that, 
you know, really helps me to, to make a decision and go for the booking instead of maybe sending a, a, you know, a message and checking out some other listings. So, so totally okay. agree with you. Uh, that's totally worth it. That hundred dollars is definitely going to pay back. Yeah, right? And yeah. uh, I love how you're, what you're talking about the, the mindset of thinking about what can I add to my property that's going to be worth the investment, right? So if I spend $200 on this, like how much can I raise my nightly price? What are what would people be willing to pay extra to be able to have this particular item or amenity or or maybe like a new mattress or, or whatnot? So mm. I think that's a really, really good way to, to think about things. Actually, yes, but one of the things I took from your book was uh, that it may not necessarily be a whole new mattress for $1,000 that you need to buy, but maybe just the topper, the foam topper. And, you know, it might be the $200 foam topper that actually brings in the same revenue, but you're not investing, you know, a huge amount of money. So as much as I think I know what I'm doing with Airbnb, gee, I took a lot away from your book. Yeah, I, th- I think we've always got to continually learn, but, um, but, Folks, do your research, do your calculations, and just just find out what what's the latest and greatest. I mean, it might be it might even be uh, the latest Google Alexa, the smart automations, or it might be the latest DVD or Blu-ray player or something like that that people are really excited about. You know, if it's worth it, pop it in your property, advertise the hell out of it, put it in the the listing title, make it one of your main photos. You know, and it may just pay off very quickly. Absolutely. That is very true. Hosts are always asking, how can I make my place stand out when there's a ton of competition nearby? The answer is service level. When your guests can tell that you've invested in making sure their experience is great, they're more likely to give you a better review and rating. This is how you can differentiate yourself. One way that you can show how much you care is with a Hostfully digital guidebook. Include all the important details that make your property and location unique. Make your place stand out with high-quality service. To try our platform, visit Hostfully.com. The first guidebook is free, and if you like it, you can always upgrade for more features. Let's go to the next topic. Um, one thing that I, I took from, from your book and what I love about, the, about your story, and I think one of the reasons that you've been able to scale this business so fast is that you had a really efficient process for setting up new units. So I want to ask you for those people that are out there and they're, you know, maybe thinking about doing a new unit or in the process of that, like what, what are your main tips for how to onboard a new property? The first thing you've got to do, and this is where I wish I had taken my own advice a lot earlier than I, uh, than I have is get on the same page as the property owners. If you're going to be managing a property for another person Make sure the expectations meet reality because I remember right back in the beginning, I was taking on properties and I was talking about, yes, we are going to do the cleaning of your property and the property owner walk in and say, well, why, why haven't the air conditioned events been cleaned today? And why hasn't the, uh, the pool fencing been washed down? Very quickly, I soon came up with a list, and this is one thing that I would highly recommend to all your hosts is, or, or people going into the management side of things, make sure you have a list that explains exactly what the clean entails, exactly what you'll be providing in the property, as in consumables, exactly what will happen with maintenance. You must be on board and have it in black and white on a form or on, a, on some paperwork with the property owner as exactly what will occur with 
the, all of those types of things. But also with things like um, what happens if you take a property on to manage and you get a whole bunch of bookings for, say, Christmas of this year and then the property owner decides to take their property back from you in 30 days you're then stuck with all of these future bookings and you're going to have to be lumped with the cancellations. You know, So you need to make sure that you've got all the scenarios covered and really cover yourself for that side of things. So, so getting on board, making sure the paperwork is in line and just being honest with the, um, with the owners. Don't over-inflate their expectations either. If anything, you know, try try and be realistic, and then uh, you know, and pleasantly surprise them with the results. And do you think there's still a lot of opportunity for people to get into the um, the management game? Has a lot oh, changed? Do you think from from when you started to now? No, I think there's a, a huge amount of potential. There's a lot of people that are very keen on Airbnb, but they just don't have the time, uh, the facilities or, you know, the the ability to do the logistics that it takes to run an Airbnb. I mean, we all know, anyone who's listening to the show knows that it is a 24-7 gig and that it's hard work. So, you know, a lot of mums and dads out there will start their Airbnb dream listing their property but then after they've cleaned the toilets four or five times in a, one week after their guests have departed, the novelty very quickly wears off. So that's, that's about the right time where they're going to start looking for some help. And if you can advertise your services, and this is what I will always say to anybody looking for new properties to manage, do the traditional advertising. Tell the world what you're doing and tell the people in your area what you're doing and it may be social media, it may be a flyer on the notice board down at the local store, or it might even just be an ad in the newspaper. But make sure you get that message out there that you can offer the services of a full management scenario. So yeah, pop it in there, but definitely not too late. In fact, I think people are only just waking up now to the the potential of Airbnb in a lot of areas jump on board, get on there, build a business because I tell you what, it's bloody worth it. Absolutely. What what do you think has changed in the last three years, like since you started until into now? There's definitely a, a much more of a supply in the marketplace. We've had to be a lot more savvy where it comes to pricing, displaying our properties with the right photos. There is a lot of competitors in the marketplace now. So you really have to work a lot harder than what we perhaps did three years ago. But there are so many cool, you know, there's a lot of support out there. There's a lot of education now that there wasn't. Uh, You know, if you can find a really good course that you can do to learn as much as you can about um, short-term rentals and and how to optimise your listings, get on board because if you only learn one or two things from that course, you're going to be much better off than you are now. That's so true. There's so much more education now. I remember when I started, I looked online and there was like, I could hardly find anything. <laughs> no. Well, look at you and I had to write our own books. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, yeah. that's actually the exact reason uh, why I wrote my book. It was just my, it's the old, my collection of my notes almost. <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. It's true. And and the reason I wrote my book was I had so many people asking me, you know, for my secrets or how do you do this? And I was, I found I was repeating myself over and over again. And I thought, well, I'm just going to write it down once and then hand it out and, uh, you know, put it out there. So, um, and it really, it has helped a lot of people as you, I know your book has too, Jasper. And um, it's, yeah, it's a good feeling, isn't it? You know, you're being able to help people, but, but constantly I'm still learning myself. Absolutely. I mean, I've learned so much from the people that I have helped in, in recent years, like check out people's listings and then I'll have some advice for them. But also oftentimes <laughs> I, I notice something that they're doing really well that I can then learn from. So yeah, that's right. That's, that's always really awesome. Um, yeah. do, you have, do, you have, do you have any other, other advice for people that are listening and they're, and they're thinking, you know what, maybe this could be something for me, like starting to manage some other people's units. Like I know yeah. um, you did an amazing job, but I'm sure there there's things where you, like you mentioned, uh, with the expectation settings of, of mm. the with the owners. Are, are there any other things where you think if you were to do it again, like you would do it differently? Yeah, look, one of the things I know I'm doing a lot differently than perhaps some other property management companies and I would highly recommend it, is I um, I don't allow the property owner's access to the behind the scenes of the Airbnb listing. So I don't co-host their properties. Now, that may come to a bit of a shock to some people, but how my model is set up is that I'm the primary host. So everything goes under Julie George. So all of my properties, now this is how you add value to your business. I had 130 properties when I sold my business all listed under my profile. I would not allow the the property owners to co-host at all, and there's a few reasons for that. As much as they're they're excited about their own house being listed on Airbnb, they cannot help themselves but want to interfere. And I say this with the greatest respect, but um, the last thing you need when you're a property manager is to have the homeowner contact you and say, yes, but why haven't you reviewed that guest yet? Or yes, but they've already checked out. Why haven't you gone around to have a look at the property? You just don't need that in your life. You need to be able to take full control. And when I say full control, I mean total full control of that property and that listing. And you need to do your job that they're paying you for. So with our property owners, I give them information on a need to know basis. I, at the end of the month, will give them a statement with the details of who has stayed in their property, the amount of guests, the dates they stayed, the nightly rate that they've paid, and then of course any expenses. So just as you would with a rental property, getting your end of month perhaps statement giving you the information of your income and expenses, that's the information that I give my property owners. So please, you know, take some of that advice if you can because it will save you a lot of headaches. But my other my other tip and my other advice for anybody considering this as a business is just do it. Jump in. All you need is one property. And yes, you're going to make mistakes. Yes, you are going to have some headaches along the way. But you know, it's the best thing I've ever done. And I, my life has totally transformed because of Airbnb. And I've seen so many other people's lives transform. They can give away their day job. They can create a business. They can create an empire. You can do as much or as little as you want. It's a fantastic lifestyle. And I totally, totally endorse jumping on board. Awesome. Now to, to finish off this episode, uh, I would love to, for you to share a little bit about what you used to do before you went into the Airbnb business. I remember yeah. from reading your book that there's something that has to do with crocodiles. 
<laughs> Good. Um, yes, my first job ever was feeding crocodiles <laughs> um, in Kakadu in the Northern Territory of Australia. Now, anybody who has seen the movie Crocodile Dundee, that was filmed where I grew up. And my, yeah, my, my dad used to drive the boats. Now I used to feed the crocodiles <laughs> and we would teach these wild crocodiles who are very dangerous to do somersaults out of the water or to, you know, come, come and jump out of the water, their full body length. So look, that was, that was my first job. That was when I was about 16, 17, um, many moons ago. I then went and worked over in Los Angeles in North America as a representative trying to get Americans to come and visit Australia as a tourism destination. And it was there that I used to have to dress up like Crocodile Dundee and go and talk to people. So very interesting sort of path. Moved into advertising and then, of course, real estate, which was my passion and which really sort of then took on the uh, the transformation of the sharing economy's amazing Airbnb. Awesome. Very awesome. So <laughs> do you want to let the listeners know how they can get in touch with you, where they can find your book? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, the, the book is called Million Dollar Host. Now, Million Dollar Host is my story, um, my personal story of my background, but also how I got into the Airbnb sharing economy. Uh, it talks about uh, Airbnb basics uh, for anybody who's looking to get into the into that sort of field, but also then talks about uh, how you can build a business on the back of the sharing economy and the multiple ways you can do that without owning property. Just like myself in my first year, I was able to make a million dollars on Airbnb bookings alone without owning too many of the properties that I was managing. You can actually find this book on any of the online bookstores. Amazon is probably the biggest seller. So if you go onto Amazon, you'll find not only my book, Million Dollar Host, but you'll find Jasper Rivers, uh, Get Paid for Your Pad. Hopefully you'll find his under my book because, you know, mine's more popular. Um, <laughs> but Amazon, or of course, you can go to my website, milliondollarhost.com.au. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, if people want to reach out to you personally, where can they go? Yeah, sure. You can always send me an email at julie at milliondollarhost.com.au. And I'm very happy to have a chat to people. Um, I'm looking to help people build up their businesses around the world. So I do personal consultations. The first hour is always free just to have a chat to see if I can actually assist, but very happy to have a chat. So once again, Julie at milliondollarhost.com.au. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Julie, for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with the audience. I've got a couple a couple announcements before I'll let you go. Number one, there's going to be a conference in London soon in, on October 31st and November 1st. It's a free conference. It's called Host 2019. And they've actually asked me to stand on stage and talk a little bit about Airbnb and how to make money. So uh, I'm going to fly out to London next week, actually. Are you going to be there, Julie, by any chance? or? No, I wish. Um, uh, have you got a spare ticket that you can uh, you know, take me along with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a ticket to, uh, to the event because it's, it's oh. free. So <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> but anyway, this, uh, yeah, it's going to be a pretty big conference in London. So if you're, if you're around uh, at that time, it's free. So you know, make sure to stop by. And if you are going, uh, of course, let me know. So uh, I'll throw a little meetup or something and 
have some drinks somewhere, happy hour or something like that. Also, there is going to be an amazing short-term rental legends event in Colombia in January. Just opened up the application process for that. So if you have 25 units or more, feel free to go to strlegends.com where you can fill out the application form. Um, It's going to be an incredible uh, event. We rented out a 16th century 15-bedroom mansion in the heart of the old town of Cartagena in Colombia. And Cartagena is kind of the Miami of South America. It's on the Caribbean coast, but it's also a city that's very, very rich in culture and history as well. So it's definitely promising to be an amazing, amazing event. Um, are you you want to come down there, uh, Julie, or...? Yes, that one I might actually be uh, looking at. So Colombia sounds like a fantastic location and I've seen photos of this uh, this place that you're talking about, the property that you've rented. Looks incredible. I know, right? When I, when I saw the pictures for the first time, I was like, well, me and Eric were looking at this together and we're like, wow, if we can, if is this for rent? <laughs> like if we can rent this, that would be amazing. This- incredible so we're super excited so yeah more information strlegends.com julie thanks thank you so much again uh hope to see you soon in the in the future i'm, I'm sure our paths will cross again at, at some point uh, maybe in colombia or, or elsewhere so thanks a lot uh, for being on the show thank you very much and to the listeners of course thanks for listening and next week is going to be another cool episode of get paid for your pad Hope you enjoyed this one. Until the next one. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.